The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. You're listening to Pure Opelka. This is Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello, friends. I bring you good news from the woods of Delaware. Well, you know, some good news and some crazy news and some silly news and some really irritating news. Yes, there's irritating news out there. It's a Wednesday, and uh, we will try and get through all of the good stuff, all of the irritating stuff, all of the silly stuff, and some of it might even help you. I I firmly believe that. Some of what we are going to discuss today just might help you. It's uh, after 5 o'clock in in London right now, just after 5 o'clock, and... uh, I'm saying uh, congratulations to a young man who just finished a little bit ago an important match to continue his quest to get into a major tennis tournament. Of course, I'm talking about the young Riley Opelka. But he just wrote me as we were getting ready to go on the air. The theme music is playing, and the kid wrote and said, uh, I got lucky today, saved four match points, thought I was going home, but he played well in big moments. He did. And I'll leave it at that. So tomorrow morning, if you're up early... If you're up around 5 o'clock in the morning, you might be able to catch it. If you're a subscriber to the Tennis Channel, one of those TV channels that shows just tennis all day long. So good for you, Riley. And the rest of you who send notes of support and congratulations, thank you. My family thanks you. We're We're all in it for the kid. And to those of you who say, are you going to Paris? If I can make it, I will. Some people in this family are nervous about going over to Europe right now. And, you know, I can't blame them. I can't blame anybody, especially after we listened to the British Prime Minister this morning, Theresa May, who stood in front of uh, God and everybody and, and talked about w- what they had to do. It, it's a little more than nerve-wracking. It is now concluded on the basis of today's investigations that the threat level should be increased for the time being from severe to critical. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good when you have to take that step up. This means that their assessment is not only that an attack remains highly likely, but that a further attack may be imminent. Not good. The change in the threat level means that there will be additional resources and support made available to the police. 
additional resources and support made available to the police. But the work undertaken throughout the day has revealed that it is a possibility we cannot ignore that there is a wider group of individuals linked to this attack. And it sure feels that way as they picked up three more people today and the guy arrested yesterday was the 23-year-old man they believe was the brother of the jack wagon loser, evil loser, whose name I will not speak. And apparently, as we now know, he spent three weeks in Libya before arriving home just a couple of days ago. So he was only back in the States for a couple of days before he carried out his evil plan. And according to reports out of uh, England today, they believe that what they found in his home, they believe there might have been more than one bomb. And that's kind of why things have gotten ramped up a little bit and they've engaged armed forces. This means that armed police officers responsible for duties such as guarding key sites will be replaced by members of the armed forces, which will allow the police to significantly increase the number of armed officers on patrol in key locations. You know, I want to go overseas and see this tennis tournament, but I'm also a little nervous about it. Uh, Part of me wants to fly into London and then take the channel over to Paris, because that way I could get the the uh, bird's eye lowdown on what's happening in London. And I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset about it. I wouldn't be nervous about it. I really do think that your chances of getting hit by a, a terrorist, getting blown up by a terrorist, uh, pretty minuscule, actually. Even in terms of how many people were in that concert, it's still a tiny percentage. It's awful. It's terrible. It's horrible. But I don't want to change my life. I don't want to give up my life. Yet the UK police seem to think that uh, the threat's real enough that we have to we have to talk about it 24/7. Our priority, along with the police counter-terrorist network and our security partners, is to continue to establish whether he was acting alone or working as part of a wider network. So they're going to talk about it endlessly and forever and ever and ever, and I think it's making people very on edge. I think it's making people uh, a little bit nervous. If you listen to Glenn Beck today, if you heard Glenn, he was talking about what Bono said about it, and Bono was brilliant, and he was talking about what Brian May from Queen was saying about it. Katy Perry was talking about about the uh, terror threat as well. And Katy Perry, who, fine, you do a great job as a, as a, as a musician, but I don't think you really have a firm grasp on on what's going on, actually. I don't think you have a firm grasp on, on, well, reality. Shall we say that? Katy Perry was talking to my buddy Elvis Duran yesterday, and they were discussing the attacks, and she has a particularly artsy-fartsy approach to it. Check it out. The news from Manchester, from Ariana Grande's outside her concert last night. Uh, there, you go through these phases of you're, you're in shock, you're afraid, and then you're mad, and then you want to do something about it. And the first thing I thought of this morning was, I can't wait to go to a concert. I just want to prove to the world that we need to get together and have festive get-togethers, like your tour that you just announced. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, you know, I can't really... Uh tell anyone else how they should feel but i just feel devastated yeah 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 and, and, and so you should we all should it's a sad thing yeah. uh people getting together for 
is what is supposed to be the elevating show and you know what they will continue and the thing of it is is like you know besides like all the weird stuff that goes around on the internet which is okay it's about to get really dumb right they were all saying some pretty pretty mindless things there but katie perry's about to say something really foolish you know, sometimes a great place, but an absolute, you know, underbelly mob pit of horribleness. Right. I think, like, the greatest thing that we can do now is just unite as people, as, like, fan bases, all of it, you know? Because I think, like, there, like as much, you know, whatever we say behind people's backs, because the Internet can be a little bit ruthless as far as fan bases go, but I think that the greatest thing we can do is just unite and love on each other and, like, no barriers, no borders. Like, it, it we're, we all need to just coexist. True. So, Katy Perry, first of all, takes apart the internet, calls it a, a slimy, what did she call it, mob pit? And says that it's a place where so much bad stuff happens and it's ruthless and people are terrible to each other, right? She said all of that and yet she has net. She's got Katy Perry online accounts where she can talk to her friends. So she's, she's calling the thing which she's cashing in on horrible and then she decides the only reaction to what happened is we need to unite and love on each other. And like, no barriers, man, no borders. Like, we all just need to coexist. You know what I'm saying, man? No barriers, no borders. Wasn't she out there with Hillary Clinton singing? Yeah, I think so. And the woman who says no barriers, no borders at her Hollywood home has a fence and a gate that, uh, frankly, I would settle for that fence and that gate along our southern borders. And I'm guessing she probably walks around without security. And uh, even if she would have security, even if she would have somebody keeping an eye on her, they probably wouldn't be carrying uh, a gun or anything, right? Katy Perry just probably walks around with a couple of pals so we can all, you know, just unite and love on each other. And like no barriers, no borders, just coexist, man. I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of, the, of the, the duplicitousness. I'm so sick of the hypocrisy of, of the folks on the left. At least the clip from, from Bono made sense. At least the clip from Bono, you could understand, wow, that's, that's good stuff. But no, this is, this is once again the, the uber-liberal saying, we have to accept each other. We have to just accept. Well, that's great, and that works on paper. But first of all, the Muslims aren't going to just accept. The Muslims aren't going to uh, let it happen. Let me, let me, you know, she probably has on her Twitter account, pray for Manchester, right? The hashtag pray for Manchester. Well, let's go back to January 7th of 2015, when we all were saying pray for Paris. Remember Charlie Hebdo? 
And then let's go to November 13th of 2015 at the Bataclan when we said pray for Paris yet again. And then let's go to San Bernardino where the office party was torn up on December 2nd. And we then said pray for San Bernardino in a hashtag. And then we had the March 22nd of 2016 pray for Brussels, followed by the horrific massacre at the dance club in Orlando on June 12th of last year. And we had hashtag pray for Orlando. Then July 14th, as the truck bore down on the people in Nice and and killed people who were just innocently living their lives. And we had the hashtag pray for Nice. And then we had hashtag pray for Germany and pray for Würzburg in July, pray for Munich in July, pray for Ansbach in July, pray for Rutland in, in July, pray for France again in July. And then back home in November of this year, pray for Ohio as the nut job on Ohio state was there. And again, back in Germany, December 19th, pray for Berlin. Once again, January 1st of this year, pray for Istanbul. March 22nd, just, just recently, pray for London as the bridge guy was driving across the bridge, taking lives. April 3rd, we were praying for St. Petersburg. April 7th, we had prayers for Stockholm. April 11th, we had prayers for Dortmund. April 20th, we were again praying for Paris and then This past week, we're praying for Manchester. What do all of these have in common? A group of people who will not give us any inch of tolerance in our lives. This all has Muslim in common. This all has Islamic radical terrorism in common, Katy Perry, Brian May. Idiots. Get out of your ivory towers. Get out of your walled-in estates. And get out in the real world, and then you should be allowed to speak. Unless and until then, zip it and help us move forward. I'll be right back. You're listening to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. Wow, I already got wound up beyond the number 10 on the meter there. I I just, I'm so sick of the hypocrisy and so sick of of Katy Perry and, and the Hollywood types becoming Miss Sacrosanct and telling us all how they have the solutions. And if we would just love each other... Oh, pardon me, you want to cut my head off? Oh, I'm sorry. If we just love each other. Stop it. You, they don't understand it. There's, there's a lot more to cover today, and we'll get into some of the silly stuff. Uh, there is good news. 
And I, I think um, I think it's important that uh, we bring you some good news, some light news, some fun news. Uh, this broke early this morning. It came out of Australia where Tom Cruise is doing a tour promoting something else. Uh, I think he's got a new Mummy movie coming out. And uh, at the end of the interview, something happened that is making a lot of people stand up and cheer. Um, before we let you go, rumors of a Top Gun 2, please say it's true. It's true. <gasps> really? Yeah, it's true. Really? Yes. <gasps> really? Yes. When? Tom? It's true. When? It's true. Are you allowed to say when? First of all, if I need to translate, these are excited Australians hearing that it's true, it's true, because that's all Tom Cruise keeps saying. It's true. It's true. It's true. And he's got those giant choppers, and he's smiling, and he's letting us know that it only took 31 years since Top Gun came out. 31 years ago, last week, Top Gun hit theaters. 31 years. They're finally making the sequel, Top Gun 2. Give us a hint. You know what? We're, I'm going to start filming it um, probably in the next year. Wow. I know. Oh, my God. Wow. I know. It's happening. You have just made my day. It is definitely yeah. happening. That is you have just made my day and a dingo ate my baby at the same time. Tom Cruise, Top Gun 2. He just said they're probably going to start filming next year, which means that's 2018. And you have to add another year of production, et cetera, 2019. It's probably going to be 2020. And I'm wondering what, what's the plot? Who are the villains? What kind of stuff is going to happen here? Maybe he'll give us a little bit of a hint. Pa, unless you want to sing to her. <laughs> uh, when you walk. Well, if, don't pressure the man. <laughs> Tommy, you want to. Seriously, so exciting. Do you know how many uh, people are so happy to hear I know, that? I haven't, I, you're the first people I've really, that I've said. Yes. said well, thank this, you this for is, that. I'm here, you asked me, oh, and so I'm telling you, wow. it, is, it is going to happen. We're I went to boarding oh. school and we watched the <laughs> volleyball scene literally every day. <laughs> <Did> you? <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> the morning shows in Australia are just as idiotic as the morning shows here, aren't they? It's just uh, the, the bubbly girl... The avuncular type guy uh, with almost no hair and uh, idle blah, 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 blah chatter. Although she did say, I went to boarding school and we watched the volleyball scene. I have made mention of this fact that uh, Tom Cruise is bringing back Top Gun 2 and uh, or bringing back top gun in a sequel and then we've the guys have started saying what's it going to be you know uh, what kind of thing because it, will it be drone warfare if you think ahead to where warfare is going it's going to be a lot of robotic warfare it's not necessarily going to be the same kind of uh plain dogfight warfare that we had in the original 31 years ago <laughs> I'm just wondering. And when you mention it to women, they all go, great. I hope they bring back the, the beach volleyball scene. So the guys are looking for the fighting, the dog fights. And most of the women, and yes, I'm, I'm generalizing here. Most of the women are looking for the beach volleyball scene or the motorcycle scene with Kelly McGillis and, and Cruz riding off into the sunset. But I don't think Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise... And Anthony Edwards and, and maybe Kelly McGillis are all going to be in the same kind of roles. Maybe Cruz is the 
the aging pilot who teaches everybody how to, how to do those wonderful tricks. We'll see. But good news if you're a film fan. Uh, it only took him 31 years to get a green light to do Top Gun 2. Just amazing. Uh, since it's Wednesday, it's Wellness Wednesday. And because it's Wellness Wednesday, Dr. Jorge is going to join us. I've asked him to look into a couple things. He wanted to talk about the Ebola virus. We're seeing another outbreak of the Ebola virus, and they're calling it an epidemic in Africa, and they're worried about that. Uh, and I also asked him about a story that it keeps popping up every couple of years. Can you actually get bitten by a bug and be turned into a vegetarian? And what about these hangover IV treatments? Jeffy asked me to ask that one. We'll ask Dr. Jorge next on Puro Pelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. It is the Blaze Radio Network, and it is a Wednesday. And one of the great things about uh, the people that let me have this show said, build some diversity into it. Build, build some segments, not just about news and screaming about politics. And one of my favorite subjects is, is talking common sense and health. And so we started doing Wellness Wednesday segments with Dr. Jorge a few weeks ago, and you guys love it. I get great email and great response from this listening audience when Dr. Jorge's on because he talks about stuff that we need to know about in our health, and he does it in ways we can understand. His name is Dr. Jorge Rodriguez. He is a doctor. He is a board-certified guy, internal medicine guy, but he's also an author. Great book about diabetes, the diabetes solution with common sense to avoid it and to keep it at bay if you're fighting it off. And he gives us time every Wednesday to talk about health issues that are important to him and also entertain some of my ridiculous questions. So uh, welcome back, Dr. Jorge. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm well. I'm well, uh, Mike. How are you doing? Listen, I, I would be remiss, and I know we're not going to talk politics, if I didn't send out my condolences um, to the people of Manchester in the United Kingdom. That's not um, politics, you know, they, they, sir. That's not politics. That's, that's being a human. Humanity. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, doctors, my main goal is to save lives and improve um, people's quality of lives. That's what, that's what my oath is when I graduated from med school. So to me, this is all part and parcel of, uh, of a better world, getting involved in stuff like that. So, uh, again, my condolences, and I've heard a little bit of what you have to say. It's a very complicated problem. Um, but one thing, I mean, uh, again, I'm, I know we're, we're, um, digressing, but I, I went to London last year. Um, it was part of a, of a present and it was the week right after Brussels, you know, when they had that horrible attack in Brussels and, yep. um, my partner, Kevin, 
you know, I, I was really going like, you know what, I don't want to go, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he said, if you don't go, they win. You know? He's right. We have to Kevin's absolutely right. Have, of course he's right. We, we have to be vigilant, but we have to live our lives, you know, with vigilance and not fear. So that being said, those are my two cents. Take them or leave them. So, no, to- uh, totally take them. Look, uh, yeah. y- you you probably would not believe it, and her jaw would drop if she listened yesterday. But I gave whoop props because uh, she we were discussing, or the view was discussing whether or not the president was all right in calling the bombers losers, evil losers, and she sa- she said in her typical whoopian way, uh, yeah. you, ca- "You it's an argument you can't win." You know, half the people yeah. are going to say you're right in saying it. Half the people are going to say you're wrong. And that's that's the yeah. reality here. That's where we are. But, uh, yeah. you know, you know the, I, you, you, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you know what? I mean, listen, Whoopi's politics are different from many of the people that, that listen. But one thing I always admire about her is that she definitely sits down and listens, you know, to all sides. You know, uh, I have had dinner with her and some of the most right-wing Republican people at her home, just small dinners. And because you know what? You never know who you're going to learn from. You never know who may evolve your opinion, you know, into something else. And, and that's what we need more of the, in this world. We need to listen, you know, to each other. We really do. Anyway, I think she's, blah, blah. you know, not to talk about her when she's not here, but Whoopi is more libertarian than progressive in my, in my estimation. And, and yes, in my estimation, and you know, I think I am too. You've told me that a million times. <laughs> yeah, you're you're this yeah. close to coming into the libertarian tent. We're going to get you to stick your nose under and look in a little bit further. <laughs> um, let's let's anyway. talk some health stuff because we we have some health yeah. stuff here. Uh, should we be worried about uh, another Ebola outbreak popping up in Africa? Oh man, uh, I say again, that yes, we need to be aware. And you know, it's interesting, after the whole Ebola thing a couple of years ago, uh, I got a lot of, not a lot, but I got some negative pushback from people saying, you were just out there, you know, you were trying to create fear, blah, 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 blah. I wasn't trying to create fear. None of us were. What happened in Africa and what's almost happening in the United States could have exploded in this direction in a second. I think part of what caused it not to was the fact that people like you and I and other people were talking about it. And in our own way, we were putting pressure on certain agencies to act a lot more quickly, you know, and to, you know, and to be more aware. Any viral illness, any viral epidemic can go from zero to 60 in no time flat. So do we need to be scared of it? We need to be very respectful of it, and we need to keep an eye on it. And I know that the CDC is and the World Health Organization. And what determines, you know, how quickly something like this happens is, you know, how many infections happen per day, whether it's being contained, whether it is spreading to other areas. So viruses tend to hibernate, and they tend to go quiet uh, for a while. And who knows what brings them up? Is it the heat? Is it the change in climate? You know, is it the fact that in a reservoir of nature where they were living, there was some construction and they had to spread? Did they invade, 
you know, uh, a, a pig that somebody ate and then it spread. So there are a lot of different factors. But don't think that because we don't see any Ebola cases that it is gone. It isn't. Uh, look at measles. We thought it was eradicated. It's back with a vengeance. So viruses are some of the trickiest little creatures, you know, known to man. And I know that you are a total virophobe, you know, and, and, uh, and it, you know, and there's reason for it. There's reason for it. So the fact that there's more out there, people are taking, you know, looking at it, making sure that it isn't spreading. Uh, luckily, there has been there have been advances toward vaccinations for it, you know, and toward treatments. So, you know, we, we know of these things. Unfortunately, if, if an Ebola outbreak starts in a very poor third world country, you know, then there's a much more uh, likelihood of it spreading. And yeah, that's, not to get the pollen. Yeah. It, without the communication abilities that we have in this country with the limitations on infrastructure, it is more likely that, that this kind of opportunistic virus will jump from village to village before the word can get out. So in yeah, some ways, and then put, right, to a train yeah, and jumps on a plane and, and is here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The well, only thing is that if it jumps on a, on a certain airline, you know, maybe they'll drag it out against its that's will. That's a good point, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it misbehaves and gets thrown out of its seat and left in the, <laughs> left in the terminal. <laughs> and we, we joke about it, you know, but again, my mind as a, as a physician, as it relates to politics, all right, we are not isolated. We may want to isolate or separate ourselves philosophically, you know, from different cultures, religions. I'm not here to say whether I think that's right or wrong. But medically, all right, this is one big world. And oh, yeah, the, the one, airplanes, yeah, you know, the airplanes have changed everything in terms of everything. transportability of disease. So it's not only wealth that gets across the oceans, it's. It's the bad stuff, too, but we, yeah. we, Listen, we just have to be and smart. It, and it's not just, yeah, and it's not just planes. Listen, Columbus, you know, and his guys, when they came to the New World, they brought bacteria and infections that the Native Americans never had been exposed to, so they had no immunity against it, Yeah, you know, and, yeah, and thousands of people were killed. So it's it just sort of the way things happen. So now, we need to be aware. Yeah. I have two. I have two other hot topics I want to get to, so I— I probably have like two to three minutes here to get to. Okay, um, I'll, I'll shut up. Is there, is there really a tick that can make you into a vegetarian? There is. You know, there is. And it is called the Lone Star Tick and named after the Lone Star State, uh, which is known for its love of beef. So that's kind of irony and, you know, that is. medical humor. <laughs> Listen, I stood in line five hours to get barbecue in Austin, but that's a totally different story. Um <laughs> This tick seems to have a protein, all right, called alpha-gal, G-A-L. And this protein is, is found in, in meat products. What happens is that if you get, in, you get infected by this tick, your body views this protein now as something foreign, and it makes antibodies against this protein. And since this protein is found in beef, the next time or sometime later when your body now has antibodies against um, this protein, you eat beef, it is going to make you sick. I mean, really sick, not just a little vomity sick, but supposedly fever, chills, body aches. So wow. even though it doesn't make you, quote unquote, a vegetarian, it makes you not want to eat any beef whatsoever because you get really sick. Now, is it something that's going to wear off? 
you know, with time, we don't know. But it is this tick, it's a deer tick. It's found primarily, obviously, in Texas, the southeastern United States, you know, a little bit up in the pines of New England, uh, a lot where Lyme's disease is found. So, yes, when when you mentioned it to me, I thought I'd never heard of that. But, yes, it's a fact. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for that latest terror to be worried about now and lose my my beef. Uh, Quickly on this one, a friend of mine just got back from Vegas, and he enjoys partying a little too much. But he told me this IV hangover cure that they will actually bring a doctor or a nurse to your hotel room and give you an IV that'll cure a hangover. What? It is true. And how did, did you know that I was in Vegas last weekend for a birthday? Um, but <laughs> here's the thing. There, there are, in many areas of the country, mobile, uh, like, hangover um, vans. The majority of the discomfort that people feel from a hangover, all right, is dehydration. And getting an IV, you know, will definitely, will definitely help that somewhat. And from what I hear, in Vegas, you can order almost anything into your room, so I wouldn't be surprised if you could get IVs. And I'm sure that it is completely legal as long as it is done by a nurse or a nurse practitioner. Well, he said so, it was yes. it was great, and it was a nurse practitioner, and it cured his hangover. I, I told him, I said, hey, the way to avoid the hangover uh, or not to have to get the cure is to avoid the hangover by not drinking like a college student all weekend exactly. long. But that's it. Dr. Jorge, I I appreciate you so much giving us this information and also your perspective, because we are in sync. uh, And Manchester is not about anything other than being human. And we all have to agree on that. So we'll we'll die. We'll keep chipping away at the politics. And eventually we'll just we'll just go nine rounds on this one day. Sounds fantastic. (laughs) Thank you, my friend. Have a great rest of your day. You too, and to all your listeners, all right? Thank you. Bye. Thank you, sir. Dr. Jorge, you can find him at drjorge.com. You should follow him on Twitter as well, and you should take a break, and we'll be right back. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back. Wrapping up the first hour. I need to ask my friends in Dallas, what the heck's with the severe wind? I just got a picture sent from uh, a friend in Denton, Texas, a little farther north of Dallas. Not that far. Says some serious wind throwing planes all over the place. So uh, I'm due down in Dallas and just just a couple of weeks so i you know let's clean it up let's get the weather straightened up before i get there a fifth person has been arrested in uh, manchester a fifth person has been grabbed by the police looking into whatever happened with this bombing and hopefully trying to find out if there is another another bombing or another attack in the works they're trying obviously to prevent it Uh, The president's been very busy with the meetings with the Pope. The first lady has been doing what first ladies do when when the president's on a tour, making appearances in different sections while her husband is doing his job. And some of this has 
has been beneficial. While the president languished in the high 30s, low 40s in terms of his approval rating, uh, it seems to have spiked. The latest numbers show that the president may be up to 48% approval rating, which is significant when you consider all of the noise being made on, on liberal media and by Democrats about how they need to throw the president out of the White House. You hear all of the reporting on the investigations into Donald Trump and the Russians and collusion and all this stuff, and yet you see a pretty substantial spike in the ratings of the president as he is in the middle of this very long world tour. So maybe the president has a pretty good idea of what's going on. Despite all of the attempts to show Melania doesn't want to hold his hand coming off the plane or walking on the red carpet. You know what? The people aren't falling for some of the Bravo Sierra. And we also have to call out some fake news on the Associated Press. The AP wrote a story recently and they're talking about the bomber who is the, and they, as they wrote, a 22-year-old British citizen born to Libyan parents who grew up around Manchester died in the attack. Um, I believe the correct expression is blowed his terrorist ass up. He didn't die in the attack. He was the attacker. He was a suicide bomber. Come on, AP. Come on. When we get back, uh, we will get some interesting perspective on the Vatican visit from somebody who worked at the Vatican. Emily Zanotti from Heat Street joins us next on Puro Pelka. Pure Opelka with Michael Pelka on the Blaze Radio Network.